Coming up, check it out. A podcast from the Moraine Valley Library. For more information, visit www.morainevalley.edu slash library. This is Check It Out, a podcast about services and resources in the Moraine Valley Library. Today is July 30th, 2009. This is Volume 3, Number 1. Uh, we're recording uh, in um, Palos Hills, Illinois, on the campus of Moraine Valley. I'm here with Joe Malarkey, Collection Development Librarian. And I'm here with Troy Swanson, Teaching and Learning Librarian. And uh, Joe, so tell me what we're doing today. Today we're talking to one of our favorite colleagues, Kate Walicki. It's Our theme is Summer's Almost Gone. So, what do you know about a quick read for a quick trip to the beach if you've only got one left? You've only got one book left. That's so sad. But I have a lot of good ways that you can choose a good book that's quick, and I have a couple good books to tell you about. The first thing, though, I want to make sure you know is that um, you might choose a quick read by going to the library, asking the librarians for help. We actually take classes in how to teach people how to find a book. Uh, You might choose a book that goes with a movie, The Good Ones This Summer, Coraline by Neil Gaiman, or Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist by Rachel Cohn and David Levitan. You might reread An Old Friend, a book you remember from your childhood, Childhood, or mm. that's an author that you enjoy. That's a great idea, especially if we only have a few weeks left of the summer. And if you've already read it, maybe you don't get through it. Yeah, it's, it's not the end of the world. It's you comforting. It it's comforting, the yeah. old friend. You reread Harry Potter, or you read Agatha Christie, or you read Stephen King, and you say, oh, I know exactly how this goes, and I can get through it fast. Or you also might try a children's book or a young adult, a teen book. Um, here in the library, we have I Am the Messenger by Marcus Zusak, which is an excellent read, but also Seer of Shadows by Avi is a new one that's a children's book that's good. Is Not he the, still uh, scoring high? He is. It, um, it's well, well worth checking out the children's section in your public library. Um, you can also listen to audiobooks. You can listen on your iPod, your MP3 player. You can listen in the car. You can usually download them from your public library's website. Um, so that's, right. that's a really good way to do it. Also remember never bother to give a book more than 50 pages before you decide you like it or don't like it. 50 pages and you still don't like it? Give up. Read something else. It's not worth your time. You could be dead any day. That's that's always my problem. You're always giving... I can't stop, yeah. I make myself read books I don't like. Don't do that. There's no prize at the end. You guys are so liberating. Yeah, Nancy Pearl is the the author of Book Lust and Book Lust 2 and Book Crush, and she was a Seattle Mm -hmm. public librarian. And she says, 50 pages, and if you're over 50, subtract your age from 100 and read that number of pages. (laughs) Absolutely. Don't waste your time. So I've got four good books that you might want to read. First one is a young adult book. It's a teen book called Generation Dead by Daniel Walters. It's our main character's Phoebe. She's a cool little kind of goth girl, and we like her a lot. But the most important part of this book is that teenagers across America are coming back to life after they've died. And they go to high school with you. So they are called Differently Biotic or Living Impaired. And there's a lot of prejudice and bias against them. So you get a little civil rights stuff going on. Phoebe um, is really hot for this very nice dead guy named Tommy Williams who happens to be on the football team. Um, Tommy is very discriminated against. She has a friend named Adam who has the hots for her. She's got a friend named Margie who's not so sure about this whole being friends with dead people thing. 
It's the beginning of a series. Um, the second one called Kiss of Life is also out. It's mm. got a really great cover. Um, not a short book, but very interesting, enticing, will keep you going. It has zombies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, Generation Dead. Yes. By Daniel Waters. Daniel Waters. Okay. Second one. Uh, Poorly Made in China by Paul Midler. It's a nonfiction book. The subtitle is An Insider's Account of the Tactics Behind China's Production Game. Uh, I expected a lot of statistics. I expected a lot of dry, boring things. No, not at all. That is not what this book is. This book is just a narrative. Paul Midler tells about his time working with companies in the U.S. while he lived in China and working with Chinese manufacturers. He talks about all the games that are played back and forth. He talks about quality fade, which is when a company agrees to make a product. Um, The product gets cheaper and cheaper and poorer and poorer over time. The importer is over a barrel. If they Hmm. choose a different manufacturer, they can't fill their own orders. Um, But he talks about Chinese culture, the changes in Chinese culture, business culture. It's a really good account of just how we ended up with so much lead paint in our toys. And quick. I read that sucker in maybe one afternoon. It was a quick business book, if you like that sort of thing. So this would be especially good for, let's say, Moraine Valley students studying business prepping for the fall semester. Absolutely. The brain wheels turning hmm. again after But it's really not off. it's not that much work. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's fun. I know you read books that are good for you, Troy, but I read trash <laughs> that is fun. Uh, third book, Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society by Mary Ann Schaefer and Annie Barrows. Now this sounds like an Oprah book, like it's going to be all glurgy. It is not. It is a historical book. It's written in letters. Um, our heroine is Juliet Ashton right after the Second World War. She gets How do you write a book without letters? Oh, oh your bad joke. In the mail. Yeah. Library oh. jokes. You can't. Your library joke is really bad. You need to work on those for next time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Juliet Ashton is a writer. She's just written a book right after the Second World War. She lives in London. She gets a letter from someone on Guernsey. Now, Guernsey is a Channel Island. They were occupied by oh. the Germans during the war. So this man has written her a letter. He says he bought one of her books, not a book that she wrote, but in fact a book that she had owned at a secondhand shop, and he wanted to know if she could tell him if there were any more books like that. Which is very interesting, not a letter you expect to get. She starts to correspond with him and finds that on Guernsey, he and his friends had a literary society called the Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society. Um, And she gets letters from a lot of the people on Guernsey. They describe what it was like being occupied during the war, Mm -hmm. how they interacted with the German soldiers. And the main story that comes to light is a young woman named Elizabeth McKenna, who um, clearly was a very brave person and ended up in a concentration camp. So the story slowly comes out. The whole town is hoping she'll come back, Elizabeth, at the end of the war and pick up her daughter, who they've been taking care of since she was taken away. So you get simultaneously a love story of Juliet um, and a love story of the whole town with Elizabeth and what she did and what a character she is. It's not a book for everybody. Not everybody likes it. It's fast. But it's fast, and uh, most people do like it. It's a a weeper halfway through, Mm -hmm. um, but overwhelmingly positive. Mm -hmm. And great history, fascinating history. 
that was Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society, Mary Ann Schaefer and Annie Barrows. It was finished by another author. I believe the author died. No, nope. so is that that's fiction? That is fiction. fiction. Okay. All right, cool. Um, one more fiction, very, very light, um, almost chiclet kind of fiction, Marriage Bureau for Rich People by Farhad Zama. Now, I picked up this book because someone else recommended it to me. Um, and she was right. It was very cute. Mr. Ali is retired. He's uh, He lives in Vizag, India. He is Muslim, um, as is his wife and family, but he lives in a primarily Hindi community. Uh, so he is bored, he's irritating the heck out of his wife, and she tells him, you need to do something. You, I don't care that you're retired, you're, you're making me insane. Which is a, a comment I actually hear a lot as my parents retire. Um, so he starts a marriage bureau, obviously, for rich people. I hope not, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, the Marriage Bureau for Rich People is um, is his business. He has to hire an assistant, and he eventually finds one. Um, there's a lot of culture going on in this story. Mr. Ali's son is protesting some government action, which adds another dimension to the story. But for the most part, you just get some information about um, why arranged marriage, how they work, how families arrange marriages, and mm -hmm. why. It's very light, very pleasant. There's a lot of fruit um, being eaten, there's a lot of water being uh -huh. drunk. If you like Alexander McCall Smith's number one ladies detective agency, which mm -hmm. I believe they just made into a TV series, um, this is a good fit for that kind of feel. A very light story, um, not a whole lot of deep thought required. Okay. Marriage Bureau for Rich People by Farhad Zama. Excellent. Wow. Great books. They are, and I have an idea for how you can find more. Yes, yes. Tell us, tell us. This is the most awesome thing that, that has, has come out of the Internet as far as I'm concerned. There's a website, uh, Social Networking for Books. It's called Goodreads, www.goodreads.com. Uh, you can put in books as you read them. You can review them. You can read your friends' reviews of books. You can give them star ratings. You can do trivia, which is a mistake. Don't start taking trivia quizzes. It will suck away your life. You can organize your library. There's author blogs. There's fan fiction. There's author events. But the best part is arranging your books. You can give them subject headings and suggesting titles to your friends. Um, talking to other people about books is always fun. Goodreads.com. It's free. It's free. Cool. Well, for those of you that listen to this podcast off of iTunes, I will list the titles that Kate has shared with us and Goodreads. I will link that off of the podcast page on the library website so that we can find these. And uh, thanks a lot, Kate, for uh, joining us. It was a lot of fun. Great. So thanks to you for listening. Come and check out our resources and our public events at the library or on our website. He's Troy. And that's Joe. Until next time, this has been Check It Out. Thanks for listening to this Moraine Valley Library podcast. For more information, visit www.morainevalley.edu slash library. Do you want me to start? You want to nope, start? I can't. This is Check It Out, a podcast about services and resources in the library. This is volume three, number one, in August of... Nope. Nope.
Do you want to start again? Yeah, 30th. Okay. 30th, right? 30th. July 30th. Do you want me to start again? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just roll it. Okay, I got it. Okay. This is Check It Out, a podcast about services and resources in the Moraine Valley Library. This is Volume 3, Number 1, on July 30th, 19... Oh, I'm in the wrong century. It's Seriously? 2009. <laughs> I'm making fun of you now, Joe. All right. All right. Wait, start number again. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I think that was funny. Okay. I'm entertained. I put the outtakes on the end. Really? This is <laughs> Sorry.